0: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Room 104 with your host Shanti. Don't forget the Monty. We are back in the Los Angeles. We are back home. Uh, from that exhausting <laughs> Palm Springs trip. I, usually, most of the trips that I go on are I, I, they're they're emotional wrecks most of the time because I've gone on. Let me see, I've gone on one, two, three. I think I've gone on like four or five big trips with the school, like school wise with school people. I went to Big Bear in 2020. No, sorry, 2019. Um, very bad time. <laughs> very very bad time. Then I went to Big Bear again in twenty twenty that was at Season, twenty nineteen, right before I graduated. And then there was the Big Bear trip in Irvine. That was twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty-one. Yeah, twenty twenty-one big bear trip. That went shit. It can't be a shanti monty trip without a little bit of a bad luck, okay? So when we stayed there for like I think three days. So you kind of see, that was the last day that I had recorded the episode out. That was the last day I was going to stay. They were going to stay for another day. Uh, we had recorded the episode, I think, on Tuesday. Uh, we, Yeah, I think, I no, we recorded it on a Monday night. They were going to stay until Wednesday morning. I had to leave Tuesday morning. So first things first, I want to start off by saying, I am never taking anybody with me ever to a trip ever again. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. Hey, bro. No offense, I know he's probably watching the sh- the episode. I don't want to like put him on blast, but no offense. This is just something that I shouldn't. I should have never. <laughs> I should have never offered you a ride. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm gonna just say it right here, right now. So here's the thing with me, okay? I've been through enough bad experiences with, on those trips that I just mentioned the twenty twenty, the twenty nineteen Big Bear, the twenty twenty one Big Bear, and then now well not this one specifically but just those two trips in particular i've been in charge of either taking someone there or not having the ability or the control to get what the fuck am i playing with this for fuck i enjoy whenever i have the control to get in my car and leave okay <laughs> i i have that when i have that control the trip automatically ends up being funner that is that a word like there's something better because first things first, when you have a car, the most annoying thing about these trips is the fact that people will message you in the group chats being like, oh, who has a ride? Does anyone willing to give me a ride? It's like, no. Take the metro. <laughs> Take a train. Like, I, I'm done taking people with me to these fucking trips anymore. The guy that I was with, let me just say that, he was not a bad guy. He was a good trip partner. He wasn't bad. It was... The fact that I couldn't leave early without either telling him. So, the first thing, first day, we go to Casino. It's my Casino, che. Meg sink Agua Caliente. Agua Caliente is like half the distance between where we were and where. Uh, Morongo was so we're not in Palm Springs. We're a little bit farther in I think we're in Indio I already I'm like, oh, I made it I don't want to gamble again because my biggest thing is I don't want to end up going I already have enough student loans I don't (laughs) so I'm like okay love I'll play a hundred dollars. I went straight for blackjack could not seem blackjack It's me Nautic is on my left-hand side the guy who was in the last episode Nautic is on my left-hand side and there was one dude on the far right so there's a seat in between And then there's another... There's a guy on the right-hand side. This guy, oh my God, I felt so bad for him. Bad luck after bad luck. He just kept getting bad hands, right? And I was doing okay. I wasn't doing pretty... I wasn't doing badly. I started winning. Narek left because he wanted to go and play... I think it was four-hand poker, three-hand poker. I don't know what the fuck. He he loves poker. So he went went and played poker. I'm still there. This guy is still here. No one is at my table. It's just me and him. He gets like a... 12 and then I get I think an ace. As soon as I get the second card, I get blackjack. He got 12. <laughs> so he's like hit me. He gets hit 22. First thing this guy says. Ah! <laughs> he looks at me and goes, "Ah, you got good luck." <laughs> Oh, you got good luck, man. I was like, yeah, this hasn't happened. And I looked at him. I'm like, bro, I have no clue. Because I won like six straight hands in a row. I was up. like, I was like up 120 or 130 or whatever. Then this two two other guys walked in. Imagine I'm sitting here, right? This camera's facing me. And exactly where this camera is, is another man. This guy's like in his 60s, late 60s. He looks like he owns a ranch. Harutokos he probably hung a couple people. He's looking at me and he's like I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's like, I'm doing well, how you doing? You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing good. You know, let's get started. This poor bastard on my <laughs> on my right hand side got another twelve. <laughs> he gets another twelve. And I get like uh, I think I got eighteen. That's why I stayed. And then the other guy right here, he goes he I think he got twenty. This guy, poor bastard, gets thirteen. He's like, "Uh, I don't know. He's looking at me like I'm his financial advisor. I'm like, I don't fucking know either. I'm like, hit. He just hits. Fucking face card. 23. This guy. (laughs) I end up winning. I got like, I think $180 or some shit. And I walked out. Fast forward. I'm on the last day, right? I had class. My internet was lagging. So I had to tell my professor. Yo, I, I can't hear you. Because all I heard was, ah ah, ah. 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 Research project. And I was like, what research project? What? And I freaked out. I was on Zoom. I'm like, what research project? I'm on vacation, bro. Now I'm like, okay. I can't. I, I got I to gotta leave. Because the, my next class is really important. I have to get home. I can't do my class at Palm Springs. There's no way. you know I finish my class. I'm ready to go. I come downstairs. It's the guy that I'm with the guy that I'm with for the trip. He asks me the forbidden question. When do you plan on leaving? Ladies and gentlemen, one of two things can go and neither one of them are good. Either he says he wants to leave earlier than you do or he wants to leave later than you do. I was sweating bullets. He goes, so when are you leaving? I said, I'm leaving tomorrow morning. He goes, okay, um, I'll let you know if I want to come with you. I said, I don't want to say his name. So let's call him like Aaron. I said, Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, I-ish. I leave in four hours. What do you mean? When you want, I'm like, TikTok. <laughs> clock's ticking, you gotta tell me quick. I are you insane? This is all inner dialogue. I am not saying this out loud because I am a functioning psycho. I, am not <laughs> I have patience, okay? But the inner voice in my, he- in my heart and in my head is like, what the fuck, why are you asking me this question? But I can't do that. I am an understanding, mature individual. So I have to. So the input is... What the fuck are you telling me, you piece of shit? The output is... Okay, just let me know whenever. When he told me, I'm going to let you know... Because he said that, I said, I'm going to wake up earlier. (laughs) If I have a plan that I made... And I'm, by the way, I'm not being an asshole when I say this. I let him know the entirety of the way through before going there. I said, I'm going to leave early. So if you want to stay until Wednesday, you can take yourself or you can go with someone else. Before I even agreed to take him. So before I even took him, I told him, dude, there's a chance that I want to leave early. Okay? He's like, okay, fine. No worries. We'll figure it out when we get there. That's the scariest statement anyone has ever said to me. We'll figure it out when we get there. That means fuck you. (laughs) To me, in my head, that means fuck you. We are going to do whatever I feel is more comfortable. Now, I know that might not be true. But that's how I interpret it in my survival instinct brain of mine. Just letting you know, I don't want to play no games, but there is a possibility that I'm going to leave early, just in case. Just in case, because you never know, right? You never know. Some shit might go down, and I don't want to be responsible for cutting another person's you know, trip short. This guy looks at me and goes, we'll figure it out when we get there. Ah Bear on it cakem. What are we figuring out? This isn't national fucking what's that movie called? <laughs> Why is this not going up? Fuck this mic stand. Hold on, guys. Kakem at the receipt. Kakem it. Why is this not fucking functioning today? What was I on? Right. So I said to him straight up, I said, Giga John, you gotta let me know. Okay, I don't want to cut your trip short. And I certainly don't want to be the asshole who goes not like an asshole, but like a parent and going like, Gotta get home on time. You know, I didn't wanna do that. Lo and behold, the whole trip I don't even see him. We're we're in a there's like only like twelve people. I never see him. I saw him maybe three times. There's no fucking way I only saw him three times throughout the three days. I saw him in the morning and that was it. I don't know where he went. Again, I'm just I'm just messing with you, Aaron. I'm just messing with you, so don't don't feel bad. The room that he was slept in, he slept in that room. I said, "Okay, let him sleep in that room." I brought my air mattress with me because I said, "I'm not sleeping on the same bed with another grown-ass dude that I don't even know." If I know him, I'll sleep in the same room. I don't know this kid. I'm not sleeping in the same room as same bed as him. So I went and got my air mattress, but it's next to his bedside and this is, guys, this is 5 a.m., 6 a.m. I grabbed the mattress and he's knocked out. Bro, he slept shirtless too? The last thing I want, bro. The last thing I want. Can you imagine you're sleeping and all of a sudden, you're like this, and God forbid you turn and just, grown ass titty, just a fat titty in your mouth. Oh, cool. oh, the fucking... <laughs> Ow. Hold on, I'm gonna do that bit again. Ah, oh, fuck, my orbital bone. <laughs> you turn, or you like, you, you swing your arm over, and you just grab a whole burr of tit. Not even like a female tit. Like, man tit. Like, I will... God forbid there's a hair on... Why head? When I saw him shirtless, I said... I am not sleeping in the same bed as him. I'm sorry. Just be comfortable, you know? Fuck, fuck, I gave myself a concussion. Apparently, he went and asked someone at the house, why wasn't Sean sleeping in the same bed? Motherfucker, your chest hair is not going to be on my cheek. So he's knocked out, dead asleep, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and everyone else is asleep in the house. So my air mattress was fully pumped. But it's on its side, like tilted on its side next to the bed bed that he's sleeping on. So I have to basically either throw that shit over my head like I'm Hercules and walk out. But I can't lift it up. So this is a thick mattress. Even if I did pull it up, all you're going to hear is (coughs) on the wall. So what I did was I'm just going to pivot. I'm going to pivot. Pivot the mattress. Across the side, right. All you hear is just loud. Everyone is asleep. I hear him go. I stopped moving. I was like this. When I look at the, and I look at the mattress. I mean, I look at the bed to see if he's staring at me. He wasn't. I just kept moving. Kept pulling this fat mattress across the room. Once I got to the door, I pulled one big one and it just landed into the middle of the living, the middle of the house. I got my air mattress. I decided to knock out for like an hour. And I was like, bro, I'm out. I got my air mattress, put it in the car and I took off. That was, that was the end of the trip. Something happened the night before. Guys... This has to be the most embarrassing shit I've ever gone through, ever. As a grown-ass man, 25 years of age, I've never been through this ever in my life. So the kids, everyone else goes to Morongo again, right? This is the right before the mattress situation. This was about like, so if that was at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., this was around midnight. eleven, Yeah, 11.50, around there. Everyone in the house left. Because they were all going to go to Morongo, I had a homework assignments to take care of. So I said, "You guys go," and I had drank a little bit. I was like, "I'm not going to drive either way." I said, "I'm going to stay home and I'm going to do my assignments." As soon as I finish my assignment, I'm like, "Okay, sirun I took him shower on him, right? I take off my clothes. I head into the shower. Oh, this is so fucking embarrassing. The shower door—it's a sliding door. It's—it's it's just a basic ass shower. It's a sliding door. It's half it's a bath, it has a bathtub in it, but the doors are glass and it's thin. And the shower head had a massager too, so I was just getting it was hit is getting my back. I was like, this feels great. I'm I'm in a sauna. I think I reached over to like dry my hands and then grab my phone to play the next song or to play a song. I don't remember which one specifically. But when I slid this door out this way the fucking door collapsed the glass door there was a hinge up there or some sh- there was like a roller up there it fell off of the roller and it it just i was so scared the glass door fell on me bro the glass door just decides to no i'm not going to move the glass door stayed so i have this much Of a gap left on the left side. So I'm like, okay, this door isn't working. let me. My first instinct, I'm going to go and open the other door. So I try to grab the other one. I pull. That one gets stuck. So now there are two gaps on two sides. This big. And I can't get out. I was stuck in a bathtub. Stuck in the shower. For 45 minutes. I was stuck in the shower. No one home. Survival mode kicked in. I immediately was like okay water is still hitting me my stupid ass was so scared that I didn't think once to turn off the water it's still on massage mode so it's still the water is hitting me it is this, I'm, I feel like I'm in a hurricane and I'm I'm trying to deadlift the door back into the hinge because it fell down it fell off of whatever the thing is that there's like a little roller up there and it fell off of that so I'm I stuck my hands underneath the glass door and I'm pulling like I'm like I'm doing this bro jura is still hitting me the water is still hitting me my instinct is get the fuck out fight or flight chair I, I felt like a pri- my primal instincts just kicked in. I felt like I was an animal stuck in a cage. I just kept brute forcing it. Just pushing the door up. I just kept... I just All I was doing was... I was just doing pushing. Bro, my legs were sore. And Kanye's who pimped... I was pushing so much. Bro... I got so I I tried pushing it back and forth. The glass scratched the bottom of the bathtub. And for a split second, I was doing calculations on how much it would cost to repair a glass door because what I was planning on doing was kicking it. <laughs> this is how much space I had. Okay? So imagine I had this much room. The shower door was about right where the mic is. I was contemplating like like, running into it like this. I was contemplating just shouldering it and breaking everything in this fucking shower. I would have paid my my friend any amount of money. I would have stayed an extra three, three days at this house to watch the repairman fix this shower door. It was a life or death situation. I was butt ass naked and God forbid I am not calling any of those boys to come into the room and see my ass naked and tell them I was stuck in the shower. Please open the door. I was going to do this myself. If I wanted to be a father one day, if I want to be a husband, I need to get out of this shower. I have to. My wife is going to rely on me to fix problems. (laughs) How the hell am I going to help her if I can't get out of the shower? That was the, my, my paternal, (laughs) my paternal instincts kicked in. And I was like, my primal paternal instincts kicked in. And I was so ready to break this door down. Glass door, huh? If I broke that glass door down, shards of glass would have been my ass in my nuts I don't care. I would have. It would have been a crime scene if they walked in. Twenty minutes go by. I'm still like Herculesing. I'm still doing my best impression of Zeus to try to push this bitch back into the hinge. So I'm like, well, I still haven't turned off the water. It's still going. I don't know what happened. I stopped panicking, and I started to look at the hinge. I was like, hmm. The circle is right there. If I just lift and I just kept playing with it, I was like, okay. And I kept, my biggest thing was because it's thin glass, I was scared that if I bend it towards me, that shit would fucking shatter in my, explode in my hand. I don't know how it locks in and I can move. As soon as the door's locked in, I like it started I put it back in its place somehow and it was moving back and forth. I hear a door open and it was Aaron. We're home. Just in the nick of time. I dried up, got out of the shower, fuming. And then I first things first, Aaron is knocking on the bathroom door. Saying, I need to take a shit. Can you please hurry up? What? You don't even know what the fuck happened, Aaron? My life just flashed before my eyes. I was five seconds away from being a human aquarium. You want to take a shit? I was this... It would have been a museum. My entire body would have been preserved in the glass encasing of what is known as the shower. And you would have seen my mazot ass. Three bathrooms upstairs, two bathrooms downstairs, one of which I'm stuck in. You bitch. <laughs> Go to another one. I got out. People were laughing at me. Because I told them the story, and then that was my Palm Springs trip. I had a dream last night. This is a weird segue, but like I really do believe in my dreams. Uh, I've had some really extremely vivid dreams, and some of those dreams have come true. Uh, just, I don't know why, it just happens. And I especially believe my dreams when an animal is in it. I always like write it down, and I try to look for the meaning of what that animal represents. So this past dream I felt like I was in a theater and like in this theater I don't remember who was with me but I remember a lot of people in this theater and I felt like I knew a lot of these people. Like underneath my seat were two dogs but then those dogs turned into birds. Like big birds. And I was like what the fuck and there was this like and I but I could handle them like I was like an animal trainer, you know what I mean? And this one fucking dog turned into a massive hawk with, like, horns on it. And I felt its talons, like... You know some dreams that are so realistic that you can feel every sensation in that dream? Like, everything from the smell to the taste to the texture to anything. It, it was one of those dreams. It felt like... I felt the claws, the talons of this hawk on me. It was like a red hawk... With horns. I don't know if, but the horns were, I don't know if it was coming out of its face or if it was coming out of its like tail area. Either way, like I was really, really careful about the horns. Like I was like moving it around and the birds were on like leashes. So the bird just on a chain, I'm sorry. It was on a chain link and the bird flies to like this tree area and the other bird flies to the other tree. And it's like I'm controlling where they're going. And it put me into... I was like, that was a strange... I I, I went down this deep rabbit hole of trying to find what this bird looked like. And I stumbled down this road of weird animals. I found this article. It was called uh, 61 Strangest Animals on Earth that you probably don't know of, right? So I went ahead and looked. And these are my top three weirdest animals ever. Number three... Cantor's giant soft-shelled turtle. Now, from the looks of this fucking creature, it feels like something's missing. I don't know what it is. This looks like a homeless turtle. But the first thing I noticed was, where is its face? Why does it look like foreskin? It legit looks like an uncircumcised wing-wong. It is a freshwater turtle that lives in Southeast Asia. It is relatively unstudied and considered endangered. The turtle has a broad head and small eyes close to the tip of its snout and spends most of the time buried and motionless, resurfacing only twice a day to breathe. Number two on this list, the C-Pen. I did not know that Dyson just released their new fan. But what the fuck am I looking at? Are these like, are these eyes with multiple polyps? What the fuck is a polyp? That root root itself in sandy or muddy substrate, they mainly catch plankton when touched some sea pens emit a bright greenish light. Fuck that. What really startled me on this list? This is the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. A shoe-billed pelican. It's a a shoe-billed stork. I'm so sorry. Why the fuck does it look at you like that? I am genuinely terrified by this fucking bird. Could you imagine? You're a villager in some remote Island. I think this bird... Wait, wait, where does this bird live? Tropical East Africa. Okay, large swamps, and it's known for its slow movements and tendency to stay still for long periods. The species get described as statue-like. Fuck that! How big is this? It's 12 and a half pounds, five feet tall. You're like this villager. You're like... I don't know. What do villagers have? Wheat? Let's say you're picking up wheat. Just like a bag of wheat. Just going going back to work, and you just... Turn around. You see your wife just in horror, like, and she just goes, points, you turn around, and there is a fucking, this bird is looking at you, like, this is you, and you're, like, crouched down, picking up wheat, and a bird's right behind you, looking down on you, like this, right then and there. Kill me on the spot. If Sesame Street had a serial killer, it would be this little cock munch right here. This little fuck. How would I kill this bastard? Apparently, it's very docile towards humans. But imagine if it wasn't. Who's telling you that information? This is why I don't believe people. I don't believe these National Geographic fucks. Like, who's telling you this information? Did the stork tell you that he's friendly? Because you done fucked up if he told you that. You gullible piece of shit. This told you I'm friendly. I don't know what I would use to kill it if it came after me. I feel like if I threw a... Grenade at it, it would chew on it, and just spit it back out. I would probably have to get two RPGs, and just. I need the I need the the power of Jesus, his father, the Virgin Mary, Muhammad. I need everyone. For me to beat the dog shit out of this bird right here. This is not a bird that's a dragon. One dream of me trying to look for this red horned hawk. Led me down the creepiest fucking animal. This has been the Room 104 podcast. With your host Shanti. Don't forget the Monty. Other than that. uh, There's not much else for me to say. Thank you for sticking around. If you did. Shanti. Monty. Signing off.